I'm live and awake for episode 50. Raymond, I can a fanging and banging. Raymond, I cannot believe you got me to come in here 50, 51, or 52 times, however many times it is. And jeez, uh, I would never have thought I would have been in here this many times. Uh, as I was waiting around this morning, <laughs> and, and again, this is uh, fanging and banging with Gangrel and just Gangrel today, and Raymond in the corner. Anna Blanca Diaz over there. She's MIA. She's ghosted, but uh, in a good way. She's working for Epilepsy uh, Florida now. She's landed herself a job as a ambassador, ambassador, whatever it's called for uh, epilepsy, which she's a true advocate. And she suffers and deals with epilepsy every day of the week. So I'm proud of her. But episode 50, 50 times, 50, wow. Uh, episode 50, and I have nothing to talk about, Raven. That's how short my life, <laughs> my career, and everything was. But, um, Huge weekend. Oh, I'm gonna tell you, I was laying in bed this morning, and uh, <laughs> it's just like, come on, Raymond, tap out. Tell me what we're done with this podcast, <laughs> you know. So, if people, if you're listening out there, please, uh, I, I see everybody's writing in. I've seen a lot of things on uh, the, off the last podcast coming, so I know people are watching. But uh, you got to encourage me to keep going if you want me to keep going, <laughs> like, because it's hard for me to get in here every day, uh, especially coming off a weekend like I had and, and, and stuff like that and just everyday life. But hope everybody's doing great. And, uh, here we go. Here's episode 50. Um, and there we, that's it. All right. Goodbye. But no, I'm joking. Um, so I, I guess I'll start with, uh, I can start with the weekend, but like, I'm kind of excited Raymond. Cause as we were sitting here getting ready to start, um, uh, it's not the new look, um, that I was going to revamp with the vampire, but I do got some new gear coming. Uh, Rico De La Vega, he had his gear lady, La Lucha lady, Maribel Carrere, out of Chicago. Uh, he put me in touch with her, so I have some, uh, and she, she finished my gear, like, boom. So if y'all are looking for a good gear lady, the L La Lucha lady, uh, you can find her on Facebook. Um, man, I can't, can't wait to get that. I don't know if I ever had trunks as fancy as these trunks are coming they're like they're like super fancy they're like bedazzled up with skulls and 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 uh evil crosses and there's a purple set with uh some black trim and some some colorful trim like but it's still dark and but 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 current so um and there's a set uh there's a some black ones too with a really cool skull and some red running in and out of that skull so i'm looking forward uh i have to bring them in here when i get them out on the next episode and uh, show everybody that gear but I'm, I'm excited about it um uh, so that's cool. So thank you, La Lucha Lady, Maribel Carrera. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I don't even know if you're listening to this because if you're making gear that fast, you're busy because I, I think you skipped, jumped the line for me. So I appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, uh, Raymond, you like that gear? No, I really liked it. It stands out. Okay, yeah. So I'll try to bring that in here when I get it by the next episode and show everybody here. Uh, it's been a crazy weekend, Raymond. Uh, MLW was Friday. Uh, and then I was in Virginia on Saturday, so Philly Friday, Virginia Saturday, and then I had a show here in Boca. So I'll run over those shows. So MLW was uh, in the ECW arena. It was always good to be back in the ECW arena. Uh, I think the people were good when they saw me the first time, but when I came out four other times, they were tired of seeing me. I think, I think I went from a I, – I work I'm, – I'm a heel there. I'm a dark character in a dark group called Strange Sangalik. Uh Strange Blood, Strange Sangalik, you know. Yeah, excuse me. I'm drinking this because uh, it's usually coffee, but um, I guess the Uber driver delivered the coffee outside the door. Uh, nobody heard the door or whatnot in the studio, and uh, he put it right in front of the door, which opens out. So when you open the door out, 
the coffee out. The, it was needless to say that the, the concrete outside got 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 a nice cup of coffee. <laughs> like not not me, <laughs> not me. But um, maybe by the end of this episode there'll be some coffee here. Maybe not. Maybe we don't want the coffee because now called up and complained. They probably spit, peed, and did something <laughs> in, in the coffee. That's right. I'm telling you, I don't trust all you Uber drivers. They say they seal it, but there's a way. There's a will. There's a way. <laughs> there's a way to get even with everybody. But they don't got to get even with us. You you put it in front of the door and the coffee kicked over. <laughs> I hope it, I don't know if anybody's out there ever experienced that one. Um, door opens out. If you're all all you Uber delivery guys, I know it's not the easiest job in the world, but it's not the hardest job either. You're making money and you're working from your own car and you're listening to your music and hopefully you have AC when you're in South Florida coming into the summer, but it's hot year round. But yeah, you don't set. An extra large, seven and seven. I know that's a lot of cream and sugar. Don't judge me. They've already judged me up there in Virginia this weekend when I got seven and seven. The guys from Rhode Island go, what do you want in your coffee? I go, seven and seven. They go, what is that? I go, seven cream, seven sugar. They go, oh my God, you're going to have diabetes or something. I go, bro, my blood's good. My <laughs> blood's good. I've been drinking one of those cups of coffee for the last five years. <laughs> but uh, you don't set an extra large cup of seven and seven outside the door that opens out. That opens out. You know, coffee, door open out, ah, boom, over. Um, I know you couldn't see that on Spotify, but if you're watching on YouTube here, you kind of got the gist of that. Um, but you don't have to reenact that. But, but now I have no coffee, but but uh, it's okay, man. It's life. It's uh, I was two hours getting late to the studio today. I'm usually here an hour earlier, half hour early. I was actually two hours late getting here. So it's one of those days. And uh, one step, one breath, one moment at a time. Keep pushing forward. Keep smiling. And... Uh, you know, it's contagious, I hope, I pray, I, I'm hoping, <laughs> but Raymond's not smiling over there, and I don't have Rana smiling at me, so uh, there's no contagion in here, I guess. <laughs> but, um, all right, so uh, MLW Friday, ECW Arena, that was good, so got up, flew out that morning, flew right in. I, I work as an agent there, too, uh, and a wrestling talent, and and, and, and I also, and a, as a wrestling talent, I'm a manager, too, for a group, which, which I mentioned a few minutes ago, Strange Sangali. So um, it was cool. I had a couple of vignettes. It was a very, very long day. Uh, a couple of vignette kind of pre-taped things, and then um, I, I had a match at, uh, I was the first match. I kicked the night off with Bud Heavy, so I had a match there. And uh, I don't know if that'll air this Thursday. I'm not sure when that airs, but... Uh, because I'm not sure how far behind, if they've caught up with their other TV or what's going on. So it's either this Thursday or next Thursday that'll air on BNTV. Or uh, actually on the, uh, uh, probably see it on their YouTube. So you can check out MLW on uh, MLW. They have a YouTube channel too. So a lot of those matches come up first. They're like a week ahead of the actual TV station um, in the weird and strange world of everything now. There's an actual physical channel, but the whole world seems to stream and do things on YouTube first. So, uh, so, so probably next week, uh, two weeks at the next. So wrestle big bud heavy there, big 305 pounder. And I, I did something, uh, I, I changed up something in one of my moves said, so you might be curious to watch that, um, uh, kind of a different type of bulldog off the ropes, uh, off the higher ropes, not, not off, you know, well, you'll see. And then that was cool. Fun's blowing up today. What's that Raymond? Oh, you're high flying now. High flying now. That's right. Dr. Uh, Silva in the clinic working on me. I'm high flying now. That's right. Over there at uh, <laughs> like uh, Ultra Wellness in Deerfield, 1100 Deerfield. Go see Dr. Silva. It's a gang girl sent you. But no, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm flying now. Every match is my last match in my head, too. So I got another mentality because I don't know how many, Raymond, I don't know how many more matches I'm going to have, right? Uh, with that back injury and everything else, I'm figuring. You know what? Well, I could work around and tiptoe toes around things and do this and be very ginger about things and very safe, 
Or I can just go out there and make every match like my last match and enjoy it. And, and if it is the last match, it is the last match because it's, it's bound and determined to happen at some time. So, um, yeah. So that's my new approach. Every match is my last match. You can see you on and, the ladder soon? No, no, I didn't okay. say I was gonna do ladders. Okay. I did not. I said a match. I didn't say ladder <laughs> matches. I just said every match is my last match. I didn't say ladder matches. All right, like ladders, <laughs> ladders. The fear of microphones and the fear of needles kept me to middle management in WWE. <laughs> if you notice, when the ladder matches came around, I did not. I went away. <laughs> like so, um, not very good with heights and ladders. I really don't. I don't even know if that's necessary in wrestling. <laughs> like, uh, I'm not a not a big fan of that. Although uh, I witnessed a ladder match this Sunday in a 16 foot ring with four guys, which which is, is pretty hard to do, but they pulled it off somehow in Boca. But uh, that's my Sunday. We'll get to Sunday. But uh, so we're still here in Philly on a Friday. So uh, uh, yeah, so I manage a group called Strange Sangerle, or or a part of a group. I'm pretty sure I'm the manager. I come out a leader. I drink from the cup. The boy. I think. But you never know in this world. I, I thought I, I thought I was running the brood too, but then at some points it looked like it was Edge. So you just never really know. I, I'm not in there writing. The pen is always mightier than the sword. That's all I, I I've learned that in my life. So so I never assume anything. But if I had to guess, and there was a gun in my head, I'd say I believe I'm the manager. Okay, of uh, this group, uh, or the, the head of this group, and. So we had, uh, they had, they all had different matches. There was a trios match. There was a uh, Holly Dead had the featherweight ti uh, title. Uh, the first featherweight champion was crowned women's champion there. Uh, uh, Taya. Uh, um, so that was a good match. So, so I was out there for all these different matches and my own match. So it was a long night, needless to say, uh, a nonstop day. And um, if it wasn't for Dr. Silva, in ultra wellness i don't think i would have made it through that day because my knees held up my knees were like everything was good like and, and there's a lot of stairs if you've ever been in the ecw locker room if there's wrestlers listening they know or anybody that's been backstage not ecw but uh the, the arena 2300 arena 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 see no coffee yet my words like a couple arena arena uh in the back the locker rooms are up the stairs so you're, when you're going looking for everybody to do these pre-tapes and this and you're an agent i was an agent of four matches thank you that i had savio vega who's a tremendous guy Love some Savio from Puerto Rico down there. Um, might know him as Quang. Might know him as TNT. Uh, the Bariquas, uh, Savio <laughs> Vega. But uh, yeah, he was in. He, we, we were co-agent on all the matches. So I, the only match I had by myself was my own match. So that made life a lot easier. So I was there early and went over the uh, with the Fatu and Mads Kruger match. But then Savio, we were agents on all the other matches together. So like, um, so he picked up the the back end of the load on that. So I was grateful for that. But all in all, it was a great day. MLW, successful taping. It's going to be really fun. Some really fun episodes come out of that uh, day of taping. So um, really, really fast paced. And some crazy shit with Fatu and Mads. Uh, uh, Mads Kruger, like uh, some crazy stuff. Stuff I don't think they should have been doing. I don't want to say on here. I don't want to give it away. But uh, oh, they literally that. tore the ring down. Literally. Um Craziness, craziness, craziness. Uh, it's things I would not do, and I suggested to them that I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I said I wouldn't do that. They go, I know, Unc, I know you wouldn't do it, but I'm, I'm going to do it. I go, I suggest you wouldn't do that either. <laughs> I don't think you should do that. And I think when they did it, they were. I probably heard me in her head going, damn, gang girl said, don't do that. We should have did that. It hurt. <laughs> like, but they did it, and they did it well, and they pulled it off. So uh, kudos to them, and um, I think the fans will be the winners of uh, – of, uh, 
the reward of that, you know, I'm not, I don't think, I don't think they were feeling it the next day and then on to the next day. Cause I know, I know they both had grinding schedules, uh, that Mads Kruger was, he had a schedule a lot like mine. He was Saturday somewhere else, Sunday somewhere else. And I think he texted me when he got home and we got home about the same time Sunday night. Uh, so, um, yeah, grinding, man. That was, that was, uh, so that was, uh, Friday night MLW. So good taping. You get everybody watched, get out there. MLW fusion. Check it out. You can find it on YouTube. Just uh, Major League Wrestling. Um, he's really a Court Bauer. He's, he's the owner and he runs things there. But he always says it's wrestling's best kept secret. And I always believe that. You've heard me on here before say, yeah. before all that, that I, I watch MLW. I used to I go on YouTube and watch it because uh, they just have a lot of great talent, a lot of luchadors there. Uh, and, and the guys, many abysmal, uh, Negro and uh, Ares, the guys that I'm, I'm with in this faction, bro, they're so crazy. And I know they want to come to CCW. I just, uh, I just don't know um, uh, CCW's budgets for things when they're flying people out of Mexico City. But it would be really cool to be here in South Florida and do some of these shows because they're, they're tremendous talents and um, man, they're good, good guys and, and uh, always on point and always on time and everything else. So you know, that's a that's a big plus in my book too. Raymond, I'm reaching for coffee. There's no coffee, but that's all right. I got my Redcon one. <laughs> like, what is this whole sponsors without sponsors? Really, what is going? On? Like, are the fans in Philly? Like, I know Philly's a... It could be a tough crowd, yeah. I was gonna... No, but they... Uh, I I think the only reason I had... I'm usually really, really good with the Philly fans all the time, but I, I don't think they were... Uh, uh, I don't think I... They were... They, they, the crowds, they've never been hard on me, but I think when I came out there for like the four... When they see me come out the third and then the fourth time, they were like, damn, growl, what's that? What <laughs> was it? I know one of the wrestlers in the back said his friend was out there to watch the show and he says if gangrel comes out one more time i'm going home and i said well you better tell him to get a head start because i'm heading to the ring right <laughs> now and i was i literally was going out one more time were you the so, most featured person um i just happened to be in this group that was featured a lot like, uh. like uh, trios and um because it was a lot of things they're like building up their like uh like the trios and things like that and groups and then and it was the women's thing and, and i'm and holly dead is in that faction so it's just coincidental like maybe did i need to go out there all them times maybe maybe not i probably not because it could be overkill and too much but um but but with the shows are broke out so at one taping it's like three weeks of tv or four weeks of TV. Oh, okay. so so uh the only thing that's gonna look like i've been out there is because i'm still sweating because there's like <laughs> every other segment so i had no time for a gear change i just left my leather jacket on and i'm just i was just drenched it was like i was in the sauna no wonder i came in at 250 pounds when i came home off the road that's right, two fifty. Everybody, I'm down two sixty five to two fifty. I don't know if it's gonna hold, but uh, I'm sure it was mostly <laughs> mostly water that I dropped this weekend from Friday night wearing that robe. So uh, that wrapped up, and I got to my hotel about uh, twelve twelve thirty or something. But um, and then I get to the hotel, and the guys like, I go, hey, I got like a eight o'clock flight. It wasn't that bad of a flight. It was an eight o'clock flight. And it was twelve thirty. He goes, yeah. I go, so I'm gonna come down and catch that six thirty. Oh, you need you need to come at five because um, the shuttle fills up, fills up really fast, and then you know you might have to wait for the next one. It's first come first serve. I'm like, this fool must be crazy. I'm thinking, but I came down there at five, and man, there was thirty people in line for that shuttle. <laughs> like, so it was a good thing I went and got on that shuttle one early because I don't know what six and seven looked like. He said those were the super busiest hours. So I was at the airport super early, and I flew into Virginia for. Uh, BTW, Big Time Wrestling, and um, 
So I get in there and I'm like, uh, the night the night prior, I was texting the guy and he's just like, oh, we we get in like right after you and we'll get to a hotel or something, blah blah blah. So it didn't seem like it's gonna be that big a deal. I get in there about nine thirty in the morning, 10, 10 a.m. and I get a message from another guy going, I don't know your hotel, their flight's delayed and yada yada yada. So I sit in the airport for like two hours and like, yeah. and they finally get in and then they go, oh, here's the thing is, uh, you can't check into the hotels till three o'clock. So, um, you know, it's like 1130 or something now. He goes, we'll just go to the arena. So, so <laughs> now that he sleep the night before anything else, I went to the arena. So I was at the arena, which was only a half hour away. So uh, 1130, 12 o'clock by whatever, was sitting at the uh, building till. So I was in that building from 12 to about 1130 that, that night. So that makes for a really, really long day. But so you that, never uh, made it to the hotel? No, that's why I went to go fly home the next day. I got there for two hours and... I got in there for, it took me an hour to unwind, get my stuff unpacked. I went to sleep for the hour and I was up and, <laughs> and packed and out the door on the six o'clock flight. But, uh, but Saturday night was good. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. It was my, myself and uh, Joey Janela, but we talked about it or we joked about it on here before. The new, new brood is uh, Matt Hardy put out promos calling it the poo poo brood. The doo doo brood. The doo doo brood. That's what, is that what he said? The doo doo brood? Yeah. Do, 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 da, da, da. See, I tried to turn you on to the police earlier. Do, do, do. You got like that police. joke if you had to pay attention when I was educating you, but you didn't. I don't like the police either. I'm talking about the band, the police. Uh, <laughs> sting. Blue lights, man. Sting, 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 sting. Um, but, um, yeah, me and Joey Janela, which, uh, against the Hardys, Matt and Jeff, uh, I guess, you know, I don't know if it's their farewell tour, but uh, I think they're making all the talents they can together uh, and, and, and wrestling up. Uh, I know poor Jeff looked like uh, Matt's dragging him everywhere because Matt will wrestle, <laughs> Matt will wrestle every night of the week, every damn where. Matt, Matt, Matt got them kids to feed and everything else. Matt, Matt will log, log it, log it, log it, get that money in the bank, and, and he just loves wrestling. So, um, now Jeff's the one, <laughs> Jeff's the one doing all the sentons and all, all, all that shit that's killing his body. So like he's probably is going like, no, not another senton tonight, no. But uh, but yeah, we had a match and it was great to see them and. Um, it went well. Uh, kind of did a thing in the match. Joey Janela just kept tagging himself in. I'm like, what the flip, man? And you know, being Joey Janela, but he really did the vampire. He took to it. He was like, he was like evil in uh, uh, Fright Night. I don't know if you ever seen Fright Night, but like a little evil. He came across like a very evil like vampire, like from Fright Night Evil. Um, but it, it, he just kept tagging himself in, kind of being like Joey Janela or whatever. And then basically, at the end, um, had enough, and I ended up just. Uh, Giving Joey Janela and Perra, and then then they uh, the Hardys hit their sequences of twists of fates or whatever they did. Boom, boom, boom. So he took three finishes in a row. Uh, I believe it was Matt that pinned him. Jeff counted the pin with the ref, and then there was a brood reunion at the end. Uh, oh, so new brood reunion, new brood reunion. Not the new, not the zoo, new zoo review. Like I was trying to, remember, you don't even remember that conversation. But the nude, no, not the nude, the new. <laughs> I had that coffee. That new brood reunion. <laughs> like, so uh, the new brood reunion. The new brood. Not the new new brood or the poo-poo brood or the doo-doo brood, but the new brood. The new brood. So the Hardys and myself. Um, it was fun. It was great. Uh, they were such great guys. And, and it's always good to see them. And um, It's even better to work them. And, uh, well, we talked about it. I mean, fans always hinted towards it uh, in earlier episodes, reuniting with the brood or... With the new brood or the new new brood, the new brood or the, the normal brood, yeah. original brood. Sorry. Well, now it happened in a 
Probably not. Uh, I'm happy with the it. new brood, but yeah. But it was good. It was, it was a it was a full house. It was it was fun. The fans liked it. Um, well, I don't know what the reception was on the internet. I think people uh, think that I'm under the, th- the belief that, I, that I'm going to AEW. That's absolutely not the case. <laughs> like I'm not I'm not going else. anywhere. I'm at MLW uh, and uh, CCW, and I am so so busy and so blessed in my own world doing my own things. But because um, uh, all the trios going on, like I heard like. All the rumors in AEW, they have uh, the trio belt, come to, the, the tag team belt, you know, the six, whatever you want to call it. Like They call it trios now. I would have just called it a six-man tag, you know, <laughs> but, but I would have called it a six-man tag, but they're trios now or whatever. Things evolve, and uh, I'm not sure what that even means, but uh, besides three, uh, <laughs> three-person, there's a six-person tag with a referee. But uh, yeah, so I think a lot of things are getting structured that way in uh, AEW, so so a lot of people might have thought that that's what was angling for, but it was nothing, nothing to do that. It was just coincidental. Uh, As of now, you never coinc- know. No, 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 no. Um, uh, just coincidental, fun night. It was great to see the Hardys, and that was good. So that, and then, um, so that was done. And then, like I said, I got to the room late, but then I had a five a.m. flight. I did have a five a.m. flight that next morning. So, but that being said, I was in that room two hours. And then back to the uh, airport, and uh, you know, feels like that scene in Lock, Stock, and Smoking Barrel when he when he has to go to England. And he, I don't know if he doesn't snort a line, but he pops some pills, he drinks a shot, bam, 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 passport stamp, he jumps on the concrete, he's over there, he's there, he's back. I don't know if you ever seen that Lock, Stock. Uh, no, never mind. No. Ram, you never watched this. Stuff. I know, I never but, watched it. Sorry. All right, it's all right. It's all right. Full attack. If I could remember all the names and everything, I, I would break it down for you, Lock, Stock. And, Two smoking smoking barrels, I think it's called. But um, there was a guy uh, guy Ritchie movie and, and filmed in England. It had Brad Pitt. He was a gypsy boxer in it, and this dying. Oh no, that was Snatch. I'm thinking of Snatch. I'm mixing up my movies. Lockstock was the weed. It was Snatch. It was Snatch. I'm talking about Snatch. You ever see Snatch? Nope. It was Snatch with the diamond. That's the one I'm talking about because he was going over to get the diamond. Yeah, boo boo booby. Yeah, yeah. He's going to get his diamond. He's going to get his diamond. It was Snatch. So I'm all over. I have no coffee and I have no direction. <laughs> No coffee and no direction. And no Anna over here to balance it out. It's just a ghost chair. No coffee, no direction, no Anna. Sounds like a good day. A black cat came in here and, and <laughs> cursed me. Meow. They, they put a spell or jinx or whatever black cats do. Uh, no. So, yeah, Snatch was the movie. I felt like that scene from Snatch where he jumps over to go get the diamond and comes back. But, um, so, airport, 5 a.m., and then here we go, hometown, home team stuff. Landed back here in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, washed my gear real quick and then headed out to Boca Raton Championship Wrestling. The debut of Boca Raton Championship Wrestling, which uh, I got. That's where I scored the shirt. Lakai. He's the new Boca Raton Championship Wrestling. Or Boca Raton Championship Debut champion, right? Yes, he's the new champion. He won it. He was in that ladder match. He was one of the four in that ladder match in a 16-foot ring, uh, which I didn't think was possible, but they pulled it off. Um so yeah, they that debuted at Boca Black Box uh, Sunday evening, um, and uh, I walked in there and I thought I was in like the NXT locker room from a year ago. Um, it's just all ex NXT guys. All I mean, uh, what I liked about it is everybody was over six two. Everybody looked like a gladiator or a wrestler of some sort. Um, they're all big guys. Um, it was a busy locker room. A lot of money was spent on that show. Uh, I don't know what was made or whatnot or the statistics on that. I don't even want to get into that. I'm just glad it wasn't my wallet. 
Uh, well, I don't even have that in my wallet, probably, what went on there. Uh, but it was a great show. It was a fun show. Um, Matthew, uh, I would butcher his last name, so I'm not even going to try to say it. Uh, but but Matthew, he ran it. I think it might even be, might even been called Matthew Mania, uh, Boca Raton Championship Wrestling. But um, there's a lot of family and friends in there, I noticed. But there was some wrestling fans in there, too. So it was a really good show. Uh, fast show. It was two hours uh, and done. Um, good show. I wrestled, uh, uh, you know, Bull James. He was he was uh, he was in Florida might have been Florida Championship but whatever when that was developmental with Steve Kern and all them with Miro uh, Rusev all that uh, he was there Bull James a great guy he has his own promotion in New York uh, tremendous talent big big dude big big guy um, so I started out wrestling him and then uh, two of the uh, CCW guys CCW helped run the show so it's kind of uh, it wasn't a joint show but CCW helped produce it and. And run the locker rooms and the matches and stuff like that. Oh, I got to sneeze. Oh, no, Raymond. Got to sneeze. Oh, excuse me. What's the proper way? Oh, I don't know. Oh. Oh. Um. Oh. Ah. Uh, uh, I'm glad I'm the only one way over here by myself. It's not COVID. It's morning allergies or something. No coffee. Again, if I would have had coffee, these sneezes would have happened an hour ago. Um. Everything would have been kicked in. But Belk Raton Championship Wrestling. Yes, CCW helped co-produce it and stuff like that. So it helped lead them through their, their first show and stuff. And I, I believe there will be more shows, and I think CCW will help them too. So, But it wasn't like a co-project money-wise or anything. It was all Matthew. It was all Belk Raton Championship Wrestling. They crowned a new champion, which is Lakai. I scored a new shirt. I can wear it today. You see his, the shirt. He's eating little souls in it, little people. You see that? I was wondering what that was. Yeah, people, man. That says, what's it say? <laughs> Time to eat. And he got a big spoon. We got people in a spoon and, and people in the bowl. He's eating something. <laughs> That's a scary shirt, right? That's a good yeah. homer shirt. Man. Well, congratulations, Lakai. Uh, the uh, whatever it's called. Is it what is it when it's first time inaugural? Uh, yeah. Inaugural uh, BC, uh, our, what, Tone Championship Wrestling. BRC. BRCW. Yeah, BRCW champion. And congratulations. Couldn't happen to a. Uh, harder working guy that deserves it and stuff like that. So um, very happy for you, Lakai. Very proud of you. And uh, wear, this, the, wear the title well. Wear that championship is this, well. Um, it's supposed to be like a weekly run show, or they're not yet no, sure yet? No, no, no. I think they, at most four shows a year, at least two shows oh, a wow. year or something. like. Just uh, for now, I think. I think it's just a side project to test out the waters and stuff like that. And guy, they're a big supporter of wrestling. And Matthew, he, he's... He's friends with like Riddle and all these guys. He's a, he's always a, he's always doing charity work for WWE on this and this and that. So I think he's just stuff he lines up. He probably gonna uh, probably can coexist with some of his charity work and do stuff and 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 um, give it you know a feeder in to help help build the charity things and different things like that. For he's always doing something with charity. So so it's it's a good thing for wrestling talent and then. Um, in the wrestling community, because it was a solid show. Um, it just just it looked like it was a, a bit pricey show, but uh, but like I said, this guy's always donating time and money, so he's just probably probably wrote it into a bracket of like you know building something for future charities and stuff like that. Because he's a good guy, always doing for the community. So congratulations to Matthew on a successful show, still uh, in the house, Lakai for becoming the inaugural champion, and everybody involved. And but. Uh, yeah, but my match was good. I worked bull. He's a great guy. And then came out um, the CCW Tag Team Champions, uh, ERA and uh, Nova, these, these young bloods. Uh, 
was it the greatest it wasn't the worst but but uh i had fun the whole time i had fun especially on no sleep and whatnot so they're done and boom and then finally home at my house about 11 p.m from that weekend running and up at six monday trained and boom 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 twice yeah school wrestling boom repeat here today so um so yeah i think i'm just feeling feeling the weekend because monday i had to get up and i was running and gunning by 5 30 monday morning so Enough of my rambling and my personal problems. That's pretty much all I had to talk about. <laughs> but <laughs> like, uh, but it was a fun weekend. I talked to, and um, yeah, and I'm excited. Got gear coming. Um, very excited for that. Uh, it won't change my look up a whole lot, but it's a flashier look. Uh, pants, trunks wise and stuff, tight wise and stuff like that. So a little dressed up, dressed me up a little bit. So question: Since we're talking about uh, promotions, um, pretty sure you've already seen that uh, Ric Flair he's having his final match. But at the top of the card, I was wondering what company was it with. I seen it said Jim Crocker Promotions. I've heard about this promotion like back in the day. Is that something that's still going on, or are they bringing that back? The Jim Crockett Promotions. I have no idea. I didn't think it still existed. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I don't that's know. who's presenting the show. So I was well, like, well, it's, it's probably uh, it's probably just this farewell thing. It's probably through Conrad Thompson. It's probably through the podcast, uh, all that Flair's son-in-law. Okay. And this is and it's a retirement match. Was it SummerSlam weekend? I haven't read or, or I don't really have any info or anything on it to, to give you really an honest uh, opinion or anything like that. I know that I believe CCW has a show that Sunday in Nashville, too, that I'm supposed to be on. And uh, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to do something on the 30th. I have another show in Tampa here on the 30th. But I think that I was supposed to do a comedy show maybe the 30th to CCW, but they might not have booked it yet, so I got to get with them. But I really don't know the logistics, but I think the Flair show and the CCW show may be at the same time. I I heard some rumor of that, and that might be a conflicting issue. Um, So I I don't know what's going on. It's on the 31st. Yeah, one day after SummerSlam. It's a Sunday, yeah. So I don't know, man. Uh, like, like, just, just whatever. Let him have his match and get out of there. Like, <laughs> like, like, I don't know. Um, I, I mean, who was it? A dude from ECW? Was it Joey? Somebody? Didn't somebody like try to politic and say, "How could you give him a license?" Or how 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 could he wrestle at that age? He's gonna die. I mean, but I know he's been training with um. Yeah, I mean, uh, Jay Lethal. Well, I mean, I don't think you, wrestling's entertainment now. I mean, you control the pace you do and everything else. And I, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, like, let him have his match and be done with it. I don't think I hate to sound nice. like a Rocky movie. If he dies, he dies. But you know, like, <laughs> like but uh, that's what he wants to do, man. Let him go out like the wrestler. I don't know what happened in the movie. The wrestler the guy goes up. The, because he has a pacemaker, right, or something? Ric Flair? Yeah. I have no idea. I think he might have a pacemaker. Maybe he had some heart issues or something. I, I'm not sure 100%, but, uh, you know, that's probably the, the issue there if it gets if it gets too ex- accelerated. But, but you know, I, I don't even know, man. They, they probably He's not supposed to do a lot of things he's doing <laughs> at his age. He's been in and out of the hospital. So I'm sure he's continued to do it. He's Ric Flair. Woo! He's, you know. Jet flying, wheeling, stealing, or kiss stealing, wheeling, dealing, kiss stealing, one son of a gun. Whatever. It's Ric Flair. Let him do what he wants to do and let him be dumb. Um, so, yeah, I have no idea. I, I know Jim Crocker Promotions. I didn't believe they were still running shows, but it just may be a thing. It just might be a like uh, uh, comeback one off. But he still works with all like all these other companies, Jim Crocker. I think he's still involved with uh, production and stuff. So, yeah. So. Yeah, so I, I don't think he's running a wrestling promotion, but he still has productions and stuff like that, I believe. But I, I'm not 100% sure. I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not 
I, I don't jump into that side of the world of wrestling and stuff like that. I am so busy still grinding. You hear my schedules and in between yeah. running the school that I don't even have time to do research to come on this show. <laughs> like So that's why I'm surprised I'm still here 50 episodes later uh, bluffing it because I don't have time to watch uh, that sometimes. I, I For a while there, I was able to watch some of the pay-per-views and stuff, but it seems like I'm just... Uh, so wide open and full gear now. I would, you know, time I would have had to watch wrestling. I haven't even seen the pay per view from the uh, WrestleMania Backlash or whatever it was called. Uh, so I haven't even got to catch up on my uh, Damian Priest stuff and uh, Edge. And then I hear they got Rhea Ripley in there now, and she's mm-hmm. dyed her hair black. It's I called see Judgment Day. That's the name of the group. Judgment Judgment Day. I get it. I get it. And scales and Liberty and Justice and whatever. They got the scales of justice there. Uh, black suits. They're all blacked out. Very corporate ministry like but not it's like corporate corporate ministry meets devil's advocate uh what is the climax of this though like it's not a porno <laughs> i think sounds like it no your mind you're the one bringing up where it's climax no, what are you this, talking about like where does this go i'm just i'm lost i guess this is a good thing well, it's easy for you to predict where does it go that's because it's, it's going for, for you to ask questions like that so you watch it to see where it goes i know man that, <laughs> where does it go I think it got, I told you where it went. Oh, I mean, what, what did I tell you two podcasts ago? Undertaker, WrestleMania, Edge. I want to believe it, but <laughs> I don't want to get my hopes up on something like that. Uh, he's, he's stealing takers. He's not taking stealing takers stuff. He's revamping stuff, revamping. It's a corporate ministry. It's taker. It's brood, sort of, kind of, not really, but just the coolness of it. Um, no, nah, man, it's a... I don't know. I, I I said that I would I would have one more uh Pura with Taker and all them and hell I would even probably make it my last match if I was aged like that last year, boom, you know, take care of Mania. But who knows? I don't know, I don't write oh, stuff. Snap. Oh, the bloodline maybe. But damn, they don't have a female. So no. The bloodline's still trying to work their stuff out with Bro Riddle and all that. <laughs> like, but no, I'm talking a year from I'm talking WrestleMania probably. I would guess Taker, but I could be wrong. I hope it's him. But, but uh, do we got any Pandora's box, man? What's Easy. going on? I mean, it seems must be about that time. We got to keep this episode a little short because of the coffee oh, yeah. situation, and uh, I still I still may actually get to the gym, but like not that you guys care about it here or anything that I go to the gym, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not really giving you any um, correspondence of education or anything today. I just gave you a rundown of what I did, so I apologize for that. Um, you gonna do the, the what's in the box? Or am I not special? Oh, oh yeah. what's in the box? I'm too, I don't have coffee to get the high picture of what's in the box. What's in the box? So thanks to that Uber driver that just put it in front of the door I feel again. Like he did it on purpose. Like what? Maybe he's probably laughing right now as he's spitting in it and bringing <laughs> it back. He's probably put it out there again right in front of the door. What do you think about Scott Steiner's run with the WWE from 20, uh, 2002 to 2004? He always speaks negatively about it. He blames Triple H. This is from Atomic Abe. Well, I don't know because I didn't really watch it from 2002 to 2004. I think I, I was having my own issues in my life and uh, in a dark area. If you've seen The Dark Side of the Ring, you probably got a taste of how my life was in, in that time period. Uh, and that was like really the peak of the darkness in, in, in my life. So I didn't follow it a lot. Um, I mean, uh, I don't know what he's blaming Triple H for I have no idea. I think I wrestled Scott. I wrestled Scott Steiner uh, coming up uh, June twenty sixth. I think 
I believe somewhere Orlando, Florida. Frank Goodman. Yes, uh, I, 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 I think I'm working Scotty Steiner. So um, I've worked him a few times. Nice guy. He speaks what's on his mind. Says says what he's thinking. So if that's what he's thinking, that's what he's thinking, and uh, he's blaming. But I, I didn't see the run or, or what it was. What was? I mean, I, I find uh, well in this PG era, I'd find it very scary to have a. Uh, Scotty Steiner and WWE, <laughs> like you don't know what he's gonna say when he gets on the microphone, you know, my freaks and my peaks, you know. And, and, uh, but but he says some crazy shit when he gets on there, and, and uh, with a PG crowd, I don't know, but I don't think they were PG in that time. What what was that era considered? Uh, um, aggression, aggression, ruthless aggression, ruthless aggression era. So yeah, they were doing a little bit of crazy stuff still, like so. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, I didn't see it, so I can't honestly answer that for you. I'm sorry, I don't have any answers now. Maybe it's because there's no coffee in me right now. And this time it's not my fault. No, so. oh, no, it's the Uber. I see it all over the bag. I see, yeah, there's like coffee all over everything. Okay, next one. All right, so it's what's the best way to stand up for yourself uh, without causing harm to your position or relationship with the company in regards to wrestling? Stand up to who? I'm guessing to authorities. Or to a wrestler, who's paying you? They pay. They pay. I don't know. I always looked at it. Well, you're paying me. That's what you want. But but that that doesn't always work out so well because, um, for example, Vince McMahon likes somebody that actually cares about the product and cares about themselves. So um, is always you can always do it in a respectful way. You just ask to understand why and where they're going with it and how you approach it. If you throw a temper tantrum, then you're going to be treated like a five-year-old kid or something throwing a temper tantrum. But if you uh, step up and, and speak to them in a well-spoken way and like an adult uh, and, and well-thought-out process, um, they're going to listen. They may not agree with you and they still may do what they want to do, but I don't think they'll... Uh, disrespect you or you will have any heat unless you were like openly burying somebody or being immature about how how you made the approach to whoever it may be Vince McMahon or your um I don't know about current writers now I'm just talking from my generation um but I mean I don't think Vince had any problem with anybody that came up and wanted to know why or how he was thinking he saw this or why he came up with something that way or the writers or anything like that so I don't think there's necessarily we get any heat unless you were just burying somebody and putting somebody down in the process of trying to understand stuff saying like this guy's garbage why is this guy getting this and i'm not or, or why am i putting this guy over he can't even uh, he doesn't know a wristwatch from a wrist lock you know if it wasn't something like that like if you if you went up with a well thought you know have even if you wrote your stuff down you thought about it all right i'm not gonna get sidetracked these are the things i really want to talk to him about and you go and you talk to him in, in, in a mature adult way and and show that you truly care without Burying anybody in the process, putting anybody down, anybody else down to get your point over, you'd be fine. You'd be fine. I, mean, um, I think it's rumored. I don't know if it's a work or if it's legit. They're working it like it's legit. Even the WWE that Sasha Banks and Naomi walked out last night on Monday Night Raw. Well, I don't doubt anything Sasha Banks did. Didn't her and Bailey lay down when they wanted them to lose the tag titles, lay down on the floor and protest one time? I'm not <laughs> sure. Like, I heard some silly stuff like that. So I don't doubt it. Uh, I just don't like Naomi in this. Uh, I, I never thought she was one to like really push the feathers. Well, I, I don't know. Isn't she with the, the Uso one? Of the, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I don't I mean, know. So if it's if it's a if it's a shoot, it's a tough situation. But guess you get fined for that, just leaving. Well, they, I don't. You under contract, so like, don't know. Get let go. Fine. I don't know. Yeah. All kinds of stuff can happen. Breach a contract. I hope it's just work. I have no idea. Uh, like I said, I have a 
kept up on the news and gossip or anything this uh, thing. But uh, Sasha has done stuff like that in the past, so I don't doubt it if it was legit. But. All right, next question. All right, what's your opinion on Tough Enough or any TV show showing the inner workings of the wrestling business? From Sunny G. What's up, Sunny G? Well, it's a, it's a new world. Uh, 20 years ago, I wouldn't have liked it in showing any works. It was all, you know, I, I, I like a little bit of magic and mystique to wrestling. Uh, I think it needs it again. I think, I don't know if that, that can ever come back because, you know, it's pro wrestling entertainment, but you can still make people believe if you if you if you try hard enough but um these shows now um I'm not against it now like i said 20 years ago i probably wouldn't have agreed with them but um they, they help you understand it it's entertainment now it's you, you get to know people you get to follow them on their journey and see what they actually go through it gives a lot of people a uh, uh, bigger appreciation of what actually does go on they see that it's, it's and tough enough is not that tough compared to like how I came in or older people like me came in, but uh, older than me and myself. I came in, it was mellow when I came in, but it was still harder than the tough enough. So it was still uh, a little different than that. Uh, but 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 it does give you a good idea what people go through in the process and the system as they, they on their journey to trying to become a professional wrestler, a professional entertainer, whatever they want to look at it as. And so, um, I still call it professional wrestling. I'm wrestling. I believe it's wrestling. You know, but um. Yeah, I'm not against them now. Um, they kind of just help you connect with people and understand what they're going through. So it's it's all it's all part of life now. It's all part of the system. Why has Luna and China never had a feud? Was it because China didn't like working with other women? This is from the Big Red Snake. I don't know. Don't want to talk ill of any of the dead, but uh, I, 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 I don't know. It's... That's a tough one. So, yeah, I, I was never a big China fan um, because I know I knew. Like, I just don't like to talk, really like to talk bad about anybody. But I, I, I've told this, I've told this story when when both were alive, and uh, and so this is a story I've told before. So I'll go ahead and tell it. But but I'm not talking bad. It's just this is what it is. I was never a big fan of her personally because like this is where this is how why I was not a big fan of her. Um, I, I've, uh, shoot, man. I knew her before she got into wrestling. And I'm not going to say what wrestler she was hanging out with and was kind of dating or whatever, but it, whatever. I knew her before that. And then she gets in, she's in wrestling and, uh, we're, we're all on a show. Me, Luna, her, it's bike week. I think it was Ronnie Galletti's show, nasty Ronnie show. And, uh, I don't, I don't want to swear it was Ronnie's show, but it was bike week and, and then Daytona Beach, Florida. Now we were all living in Tampa. I was living in Tampa. I don't know where. China was living at the time, but me and Luna were in Tampa area, Dunedin, and uh, we do a show, and uh, we wrestle this show. Now me and Luna are almost all the way home, and and I don't know if it was a, it might have been beepers back then. I don't I don't know if we had cell phones then. I think it might have been a beeper, but Luna had had to go call. We had to pull over, and she went and called because because China, her name was Joni at the time, or Peppermint Patty. I don't know what she was wrestling as. Uh, it wasn't China then, but called Luna. We pulled over. We were almost back to Tampa, which is two, three hours from wherever we came from Daytona, two hours. And, um, oh, I didn't get paid, and, and I got stiffed. And, 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 and I don't know if that was the situation or what it was, because Ronnie wouldn't do that. So um, 
by no means would Ronnie do that. But but there was something going on, and Luna's like, oh, we got to go back. I go, hmm? going back to Tampa or Daytona? And she says, yes, we got to go back. That's not cool. She's there. She needs the money. Um, she doesn't have any money. She really needs this money. I go, well, where are you going to get the money from? She goes, you're going to give her your pay. <laughs> I'm going to give her my pay? Whoa. She goes, yeah, Luna. Luna said, you can't, we can't leave her hanging. Just give her your money. It was, it was a mostly girl show anyway. So she goes, just give her a pay. And I'm like, all right. Uh, whatever uh, okay because i don't want somebody to be stranded either you know whatever it's like whatever it was that it didn't it didn't matter so what well, did but it didn't and uh so drove all the way back gave her my money gave her my pay because me and luna we, we took we needed that pay so she gave her mine so so whatever maybe there was a thank you i don't even remember if there was or not or whatever but Drove all the way back there, gave her the money, we drove her back home. Now, years have gone by, and Luna's already been, she's been to WWE, and then let go. So Luna went there, established Luna, and everything, you know, the WrestleMania with Shawn Michaels, the feud with Sherry Martel, the whole boom, 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 you know. So she's there, been there, done it, and was gone now. And then China got hired there. And then when China was there, like, boom, boom, Luna got hired back. And I, I was there for this, too. Uh, Luna got hired back. Luna goes in the locker room. China's there. China says to her, oh, hey, how are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, these are like the first words out of her. Like, oh, by the way, you can't wear black anymore. I wear black. Like, like just, and I remember going, you see? You remember them two hours? You made me drive back over and get my pay to this girl. She just told you, you can't even wear black now. <laughs> Did she start wearing it? Now, Luna wore black. She, she didn't wear black, but China was told her, like, you can't wear black anymore. And just gave her, like, a really hard time. And then, uh, and then like, I was just like, that's the person you made me go all the way back for. So, like, that just put a bad taste. But I had already kind of got that vibe off her because I knew her before she wrestled. And I'm not going to go into that because uh, that's the shit I don't want to talk to you all about people. But, but uh, this other shit's just facts, you know. Like, she, we went back, gave her money. She was stuck. And then when Luna left, was already in WWE and then came back. China had gotten a job there and then said, you can't wear black. Big league, dude. Just talk shit to her. It was kind of shitty to her the whole time. And then um, I, I don't know why Luna never beat her up. Maybe because she was in with the, the uh, Hunter and all those guys. You know what I mean? China was locked in pretty good. Because Luna usually beat everybody up. But then um, uh, just things went by. And then there was times when Luna takes a lot of antidepressants. She took a lot of pills. Like weren't just the illegal pills. She had to take a lot of pills to keep her sanity. And unfortunately, mental illness is a, is a real thing. And, and if she didn't take those things, she'd be off the rails, you know, like just uncontrollable. And one time I'm spilled out and I remember trying to like just stomp the pill and crush it in the floor. We don't take pills in this locker room. And I'm going, see, that's that same, what? that's, yes. That's that same girl that you made me take back. That's all I kept telling her. I'm tired of hearing about it. You know, I said, I told you about her. I tried to tell you about her. And then, uh, so I'm not a big fan of her. And then, you know, yada, yada, history, history plays out and you've seen how things ended. And it's unfortunate for everybody. Fortunately, Luna went out the way she did. Uh, very sad and unfortunate china died and had the, the the end of her career and everything the way it happened there but i was not surprised and and i can't I, you know you know i don't wish any ill will on anybody but like i knew her before and then i knew that incident with luna which made me take the money back and i like like I, that reconfirmed like eh, and then when she came in and said you can't wear black 
I said, I, I know for a fact I was right from the first time. And then, and then later on in life, and then I was just sad. It was very sad. And, you know, we all have our, our, our roads to travel and, our, and, and our, we're on our own journey. And, um, you know, like Malinko always told me, the journey is the jewel. Some of our journeys are just, uh, some of them are just shitty journeys, you know, and it's just, and the destination's fucking not a great destination, <laughs> you know. But it is what it is, and we got our own path to walk. So, like I said, I don't really want to talk ill about it, but I just want to explain to you why I'm not the hugest China fan, you know. I don't hate her or anything, and I don't even dislike her. I'm just not like, uh, I'm just not like, oh, the eighth wonder of the world. What a great athlete. What a great. I, I, I just have my own experiences and, and stuff like that. But then it's just my own opinion and, and my stuff too. So move on, Raymond. Why did you oh, even. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Jesus. Now, next thing you know, you'll be putting these bait click things and I go read and I don't know what you've set up on the things, <laughs> no. Raymond. And, and I go, what is he putting there? And it makes me, you made me like a bad guy sometimes. He was bad as all these other sites. Oh, man. <laughs> all right, last question. Have you had any encounters with William Regal? Everyone speaks of him highly. Uh, from Starks Maverick. From who? Sparks Maverick? Yeah. Or Maverick Sparks? Yeah. No, Starks. Starks Maverick. Uh, um, Regal, yeah. Uh, I roomed with him a couple times on the road. Uh, I've wrestled him a couple times. Uh, matter of fact, one of my... Uh, this I was working William Regal the, the night I broke my neck. Um it was nothing he did. I, I did a Northern Lights suplex, and my neck just, boom, it just finally gave out from all the years of all the uh, Germans and Tiger suplexes and stuff like that. From bad suplex, most of them from being bad suplexes. Cause I would, I would go and give a German or a Tiger suplex and not land it right half the time. Just take all the impact on top of my head and drive my, drive my spine together, my vertebrae together, and then they just finally one. One just fractured through again, and 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 then all of one kind of exploded in spurs. But they wanted me to fuse my neck, uh, like they told me I couldn't wrestle again anymore. But uh, uh, I didn't. I wrestled a week on the road with it broken, and I, I told them that. And then uh, they said, "Well, I guess you can handle the rehab." So I ended up doing rehab, and I can move my neck now and everything. And back in wrestling, but that would have been uh, the end of it right there. That would have been my last match. But. It wasn't um, nothing to do with Regal. C tremendous talent, gentleman. Uh, can only speak well of him. He's, uh, he's always been great to me and stuff like that. And class act, you know. We all have our ups and downs. We've all gone through our dark, dark things on our journeys. Right back to the journeys again. And he's had his, but but at the end of the day, he's still still here doing the right thing. So he's a good he's a good dude in my book. So. That about it over there, Raymond? Yeah, that was, that was the moment. Well, that's about it. So I'm going to keep this one short and sweet this week because, um, uh, uh, I don't know, phones are blowing up. It's none of it's coffee. <laughs> none of it's coffee. But, uh, uh, yeah, so update. Paige Van Zandt's doing really good in training. Uh, uh, the classes are going good at CCW. All that's going good. Um, you're looking to become a professional wrestler, come on down. Coastal Championship Wrestling. Uh, we've got about 10 different uh, – New people that rolled in, so pretty much if you're getting there this week, we got a pretty new class. You could start all together and travel on your journey together and bond a friendship. And got a lot of people that are training there uh, that are moving on to uh, WWE eventually. I think one of them's texting me now. That's what made me think about it. I think I believe she's actually up there at NXT right now. Um, so a uh, lot of positive things going on. A lot of uh, uh, product, positive product coming out. A lot of pr produce good things are going. So good things. Coming out of CCW Coastal Championship Wrestling, so check it out. Got my Lakai shirt. Congratulations again to Lakai becoming the BC, uh, 
BRCW, Bogotón Championship Wrestling, the, the, the champion, the heavyweight champ, I believe it was, in the ladder match. And um, thank you to everybody. Thank you. This is episode 50 of Fang in the Band with Gangrel. Want some? Get some? Bad enough? Take some. Take some. There he is. Ram is in on it. I jumped him out of the loop there. Getting hot. I had to include him. So um, <laughs> that's episode 50. Sorry that I just rambled on about most of my travel and whatnot and this and that. But everybody have a Fang in the Banging day. <laughs>